Welcome to episode 120 of the Startup Show. Today I'm talking to the co-founder of Online Doctor, Philip, and uh, we're talking about the latest technologies and how you can use an app to understand what dermatological issues you have and all kinds of advice and questions from the audience. So make sure to stay tuned. Welcome to episode 120 of the Startup Show. Today we are here back in St. Gallen and I'm very excited to speak to the co-founder of Online Doctor, Philip. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Cedric. Glad to be here. It's such a pleasure to have you again. MedTech is definitely uh, one of the industries that I'm not covering enough, so I'm very happy you're here. But today, before we get more into like what you exactly do, I would like to get a brief introduction about yourself. Sure, thank you very much. My name is Philip Wustro, co-founder of Online Doctor. And I grew up in Germany, in the area of Cologne, then lived in England for two years. Then I actually moved to Switzerland about nine years ago, did my bachelor's, master's and PhD degree here at the University of St. Gallen. Sounds familiar. Yes, sounds familiar <laughs> to you, so yes. And uh, in that course, or during that time, I worked as a consultant in the um, medtech um, area or business or industry. And of course, I worked as a project manager at the Swiss Institute of Small Business and Entrepreneurship here at the University of St. Gallen. You know better than me that most of the people at the University of St. Gallen, they're looking into banking, investment banking, consulting. Maybe explain why entrepreneurship might be a good alternative. Well, I think... Um, if you are your own uh, boss, you can basically have, really have an impact in, in, in the daily life, really have uh, doing fun stuff and not doing the, the, the boring stuff all the time. And for us, it's really a great experience because we have the opportunity to learn every day with every step we take, uh, building up a great network. And for us, that's really uh, an opportunity that, that we wouldn't have in any other context or other industry. Let's get into first Online Doctor before I have my 100 questions that I wanted to ask you. Okay. Um, get, let's get first an understanding of what Online Doctor is. So Online Doctor is a, a leading teledermatology platform which was completely developed here in, in Switzerland. The dermatologists have the opportunity to perform remote diagnosis of skin problems. So from a patient perspective, the process, how it works, is actually quite simple. So you as a patient, let's assume you have a skin problem, you would go to onlinedoctor.ch. You would choose one of our renowned dermatologists. Then you would be forwarded to our chatbot, which guides you through a specific questionnaire that asks for the medical history of your skin problem. So for example, what part of the body is affected, for how long you have the skin problem, questions like those. Then you upload three pictures of your skin problem, enter your personal data, pay the 55 francs, uh, usually via credit card or PayPal. Then the dermatologist you choose receives the request and he will provide you with a diagnosis and recommendation within 48 hours, but it's usually much less than that. Mm -hmm. So you have to explain me because your background a little bit mm -hmm. has nothing to do with doctors or anything. <laughs> As from what I saw on LinkedIn, you know, maybe you, you tell me I'm wrong, but maybe you can explain to us, number one, how you came up with this idea and, and explain to us a little bit like you'd say your connection to this whole field. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good question. I mean, <laughs> I actually have a, a big affinity to doctors or the, the medical field as um, my whole family are doctors. Also, my uncle is a dermatologist as well. Basically, I'm the only uh, non-medical guy in, in our family. So that was always my connection to the field of, of medicine or health. 
Uh, then I um, did a few internships with pharmaceutical companies as well, yes. working with doctors there. And also at the Swiss Institute of Small Business and Entrepreneurship here, we have different seminars and courses for, for doctors, which I'm also a lecturer at. So. Uh, what I'm curious to know is like, you know, with all of these technologies right now, um, is there, let's say, some type of incentive, let's say, for using an app such as yours versus going to the doctor? Because I would assume it's probably much more efficient on the doctor side to go through, let's say, a couple of pictures than having to visit or getting visits from these patients. My question is, do you get, let's say, an incentive from the insurances and places, let's say, where they say that we actually support uh, your endeavors because it might be cost efficient? We're certainly in, in discussions with those, with those um, companies because we obviously have that benefit of, of being cost efficient. I mean, there was one example where a, a prisoner had a skin problem, basically with the police and the escort that would have cost about 5,000 francs or something and over our platform it only cost 55 francs. Okay. So in that sense it is absolutely the case and uh, we feel the support from different companies and, and stakeholders in that sense but we haven't had the chance to talk them to, to them just yet. Mm-hmm. Where, let's say, if you look um, at, at the outlook of online doctors, do you see other fields beyond dermatology that you could say like you would like to expand into? Yeah, our, our focus is really dermatology for the, for the time being, but um, other doctors of different medical fields approach us. So, for, for example, radiology, um, tongue diagnostics, um, also veterinary medicine. So our platform can be applied in different fields, but we keep our focus for the time being, mm-hmm. which is important for us. But we also look for other opportunities, of course. Many people talk about privacy and, like, let's say, their issues. And I mean, like you probably get a very <laughs> deep understanding of like who these people are just by looking at their skin. Is that like something that like you know raises concerns among your patients sometimes? Well, I don't look at those. The information the patients provide is solely disclosed to the dermatologists. Yeah. So that's very important for us. And of course, data protection, data security is a huge issue in the current context. Mm -hmm. And for us, we solve that problem very professionally. We work in closely and partner with the law firm Baker McKenzie, uh, based in Zurich. Uh, It's of course international. And they um, consulted us, uh, set up all the contracts, checked our business model, our platform, whether um, we we are in line with the applicable law, regulatory requirements uh, regarding privacy and um, data protection. So we are definitely doing that. Sure. Where do you see, let's say, if you had to picture yourself in the next, let's say, one to five years, uh, what's your, let's say, vision long term for, for online doctor? Well, I would start with, with uh, stating what our short-term vision is. Maybe. <laughs> uh, certainly to be uh, the leading uh, dermatology platform here in Switzerland, we s- really see us as a partner of the dermatologists, being, uh, being as an integrated part in their daily life, um, optimizing their processes and creating benefits for them and their patients. And in the long run, um, we see ourselves as a renowned telemedicine platform in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. So. You know, towards the end of the first part, I'd like to talk a little bit about the trends that we see here in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And number one, again, because you have a very uh, deep insight into the university, I would like to know, um, you know, they're putting a lot of effort into making entrepreneurship something more relevant for the University of St. Gallen students. Yes. Is this something that like, you would say is being done successfully? What are they doing? And do you see, let's say, interesting startups coming out from, from the university right now? Absolutely. I mean, they're really putting in some effort uh, and, uh, and money as well. 
And I mean, we have the startup makerspace right now. Yeah. And um, I mean, obviously for us up to now, it worked out successfully and we experienced great support from the university itself, but also from the Swiss Institute of Small Business and Entrepreneurship, where I work. They really ask us every week, basically, how can we support you? What kind of networks can we provide you with? And the university is, is doing the exact same thing. Yes, we, we're definitely feeling that support. They provide us with networks, with contacts, with in investors and also connect you with, with different other um, founders and startups where you can learn a lot from them. I mean, I've talked to many of, of the startup founders and um, that saved us from making wrong decisions in the, yes. the first hand. Yeah. So um, definitely, and I see a lot of potential startups coming up or who actually exist already mm -hmm. that have a great potential. Before the interview, I make a short teaser online on various social media channels such as LinkedIn, Facebook, but also very important for me is my WhatsApp group. So if you want to join, hit me up somewhere and I'll add you. Today I got a couple of questions. I guess it's a very relevant topic to many people or many people can relate to it. So the first question I would like to ask you is from Julia Weisberg. He is um, also in my WhatsApp group and a good friend of mine. And he has a couple of questions. I say, how do you deal with variations in camera light? Most of the time um, the patients use their smartphones to, to take the pictures. And um, we usually give them advice in the web application how to take the pictures, also regarding uh, the light quality, so to make sure the quality of the, of the photos is really suitable for remote diagnosis. And in that case, we really had no problem because they really looked at those um, information we provide them with. So the light usually works out. You should just use normal light. It works out perfectly well. You don't need any artificial light. Okay. And he also wants to know about, let's say, US-based company, apparently, and I also looked a little bit, there are some other competitors. It's also, I think, in your pitch deck. Do you see them as competitor? Well, right now, from a geographical perspective, we are only our only market at the moment is Switzerland. So in that sense, it's, it is not. But of course, our business model and our platform is uh, very scalable. So we also look at other countries uh, mm -hmm. for sure as well. And to answer your question, um, they their model comes closest to ours, I guess. Um, the two companies you're talking about, but their take is a little bit different as well as they have their own dermatologists. So they have them on their payroll yeah. and we don't. And that makes us more flexible and the ability to grow fastest is on our right. side. So Samuel Shio, who is working for the entrepreneurship faculty at the ETH, mm -hmm. he asked the following. Um, they want to know what is your USP mm -hmm. and how you plan to enter the market, what markets you want to target, we talked already, and the regulatory and reimbursement strategy. Yeah. Yeah, Samuel has a lot of questions. <laughs> you know him? Uh, yeah, I know him very well. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good friend. Yeah. The first question, the USP. It might sound familiar, but our, our founding team is certainly a USP. I mean, the, the co-founder, Tobias Wolf, I know him for about 10 years now. We're close friends. We've worked together on different projects in the past already successfully. So um, that's a good starting point. Yeah. Second, our co-founder, Dr. Scheidegger, is a renowned and leading dermatologist of Switzerland who has a very sophisticated network and very sophisticated knowledge in the area of medicine and teledermatology. And all this knowledge goes back straight back into our development of the platform. Yeah. So that's a USP. Second, the scalability of the, of the platform, of the business model is certainly a point we can grow really fast. Thirdly, our um, unique um, partnerships with B2B customers. So, yeah. for example, hospitals. Any regulatory issues here or well, we, requirements? We, uh, well, there are uh, requirements we, we have to be in line with, also uh, applicable law. In Switzerland, uh, the market is much more liberal than other mm -hmm. countries, but of course, we made sure that we are in line with those uh, regarding our law firm, Baker McKenzie, of course, right. who consulted us. Good. Next question.
question up is Asaf Samir also came through the WhatsApp group. He asks the following, are you considering going in the direction of an AI engine for diagnosis? Yes, we have a lot of pictures that um, the, the patients uh, send us, right? And there are many data banks you can uh, look at that have millions of pictures of skin problems and uh, obviously using uh, artificial intelligence to support uh, the dermatologist in his diagnosis is a step we will take uh, probably next year, coming mm -hmm. next year. Mm -hmm. So at the end, before we get to the next part that you see, we have a lot of questions from the audience. So keep it up with all of these great questions. Uh, sometimes also people ask anonymously for whatever reason. <laughs> the question is the following. Are there any challenges, let's say, while you are making the diagnosis and, you know, misdiagnosis or like you make, let's say, yeah, you, you see something, but it's not actually it. What do you do about mm -hmm. that? First of all, we, we tested the platform and the, the whole process with 250 cases. Mm -hmm. And um, our dermatologists um, um, told us that about 90% of all cases could be um, done over the platform. They don't have to see them physically in their practice anymore, 90%. If you're not sure as a dermatologist what you're looking at, or if you're not sure um, how to diagnose it, you, you always have to tell the patient, well, I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to see you physically in my practice and I will give you an appointment as soon as possible. So the patient doesn't have to wait for several weeks or months, yeah. but will get an appointment usually in, in the next upcoming days. The, the quality of the pictures uh, the iPhones or the smartphones in general provide us with, or the, the doctors are provided with, really allows us to, to have a professional di uh, diagnosis and the, the danger of wrong diagnosis isn't actually much uh, higher uh, than if you would go to a physical appointment. But of course, it is a, a first recommendation and um, maybe not a final recommendation yeah. in that sense. Right. Okay, tell us one thing you learned the hard way being a founder. Well, I think uh, learning the hard way was that we um, really have to be patient. I'm not a very patient person, and uh, in that sense, <laughs> I want to grow. Club. Yes, I want to grow a faster company, and I'm, yeah, that's definitely uh, I had to learn it the hard way. Okay, funniest investor story. It wasn't that funny, actually, but we experienced a lot of investors who approached us. Most of them really are uh, were very interested in our product and our platform. I don't know whether it's funny, but they didn't ask for a lot of numbers or, or, or data. They were really just interested in our, our team. What messaging platform does your team use to communicate efficiently? I don't know whether it's efficient, but uh, we use Slack. And you don't think it's efficient? Well, I think, I'm not sure whether it's, it's better more, than email. Right? Yeah, it's, it certainly is more efficient than other communication channels, uh, but I'm not sure whether it's that efficient. But uh, yes, we do Slack and we, we run well with that. Okay, very good. Who do you admire in the startup world? And it cannot be Elon Musk. <laughs> he was mentioned just too many times. So. Well, I think I would choose an example here from the University of St. Gallen. Yes. Um, Very good. Uh, Iman Navi from Advertima, well. who is a great guy and I know him as well. He will be in the show in two weeks. I, I, I know, I know. I saw, <laughs> I saw, the, teaser, I saw the teaser. And uh, I think, um, well, he, he's done a phenomenal job and um, he's well certainly someone to, to look up to. And I mean, how quickly he uh, and sustainably he grow that company is certainly mm -hmm. impressive. What's your best advice for getting new customers? Well, um, I mean, you have to uh, really be, um, from a technological perspective, be uh, state, state, state yeah. of the art. Your customer service has to be really uh, top level. So if a, a customer request comes in or if they have a challenge, uh, you have to respond immediately. And that has really helped us, the uh, great customer service and our technology, our platform. The usability of the platform is certainly a big aspect in really getting a lot of interested dermatologists. 
Philip, now is your time to leave some sort of legacy for future generations. No pressure, but now is your time. You have about 30 seconds to give us some advice that you maybe you know from your entrepreneurial endeavors or studies. I have no idea that you would say like, this is something I would like to leave for the next generation to come. For future entrepreneurs or for, for everyone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. I think um, I would only give uh, simple advice, but that has, a, I think, in my opinion, a big impact. Follow your ideas. Um, don't be afraid and keep your focus. Keep your focus. Well, that's a good one. Very good one. Um, good. So thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thank, thank you very much, everybody who tuned in today for this episode of The Startup Show. Have a great day.